0: Hello, Uh, it's your boy Mark. Um, I just wanted to pop in with a bit of context for this. This is a long episode uh, because it's sort of two separate podcasts combined into one. Uh, So a few weeks ago uh, in the thread canon, um, uh, John uh, got in touch to arrange a recording of another podcast that I do uh, with a guest every week called List Envy. Um, and on that podcast, I speak to a guest and uh, every week we, uh, I collaborate with that guest and we build a top five list and, and John came to me with a list of his own uh, and we thought that we would sort of weave together the two episodes um, because it's a very thread-like list. And so um, what you're going to hear now is the pretty much entire conversation, bar the odd thing that I have to redact for my own personal safety. Um, yeah, so this this is the chat uh, that, that was had uh, a few weeks ago. Um, so we hadn't spoken in a long time it was it was in that uh, that thread hiatus um so that's uh, that that's the world that we were, we were living in when we came off uh, came off this episode so uh they go um if you're interested in the podcast if you like if you like the sound of it it's a bit more structured than thread uh, you can check it out at list dot com uh, or just search for list MD in your podcast app choice and now uh, without uh, without any more uh, messing about here is uh here is thread number um 62 i believe we're, we're um number 63 in fact we're getting on we're getting on here we go oh, Hi, how does this work yeah. how do we do this? yeah how do we do how has this how's this happen
1: um hmm. how to how to making podcasts <laughs> yes. 101 101 check 101 check 101 it's a, a good joke it's a good uh, joke but we'll keep that one
0: how's john mate how's how are
1: oh, you I'm okay I, I didn't realize we were making thread tonight because that's uh, we've <laughs> gone
0: i i can't i sort of can't not
1: gone right into our vibe
0: yeah I Whatever, of, I, I, I mean, We yeah. should just
1: top and tail this Even if it's yeah, Even what no, we do is Five minutes of warm up Before the before the main event You just Talk about your phone You're not yeah. even a pro Mark You're not even a pro No I'm not even a pro anymore I don't even live bro.
0: <laughs> don't care I,
1: I really wanted you to get a pro And then um, Write a medium post About hmm. Moving away from Having a computer Like an adult oh, And gosh. And moving to a Phone only life Presumably, I mean, like, I mean, someone's, like, <clears throat> right, one, someone's going to do that, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the bit here is actually about iPads and about people yeah. who, for their job, tell everybody that they can do their job on an iPad. Because that's mm-hmm. their job. Yeah,
0: yeah, their job is writing about how you can do your job on an iPad. So, of course, they can do their job on an iPad. No one can do writing. their job on an iPad unless they do their job, uh, unless it's about how they do their job on an iPad. No one. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. That's that's the only job that that person has. Um, and um, presumably you could just dictate that to somebody. So a phone would be
0: fine. <laughs> I'll get Siri to take it down for me. Yes. yes. In, <laughs> in, in chunks. Take a note. Take a memo. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what accent that was going to be from. To you know, me. To whom would be concern?
1: Yeah. I am doing
0: all of my work on an iPad. On mm, an iPad. Um, I was with someone today who I think uh, pronounced cocaine in the way that you do. Cool. I never, I never followed it up, but I meant to. It was, it was, it sort of pinged off my brain. I was like, I should, I should, I should follow back. Cause I think you're like, that's think they said cocaine. there. We need to yeah. loop back to that. Pretty sure so you just said cocaine. cocaine.
1: Yeah. Um, mm, I mean, that's, that's an okay way of well, pronouncing.
0: No, it's fine. Consonants. Well, I, will, I will put it to you. Oh my, Mike's got bro's throat. Um, I will put it to you, John, that, um, if someone tells me, sure. uh, about a, a character in a book that is a baby and they've right. called the baby Mark, what do you think I'm going to do?
1: Um, I, I'm, I'm I'm confused by the syntax here because it started off that you were going to make a statement and then it became a question, so I'm just hmm. running back through it. <laughs>
0: put yourself in my shoes. Sure. Uh, <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Fuck off. Right, yeah, put yourself in my shoes. Um, someone's told you uh, about a book character that Great. is... Um, uh, that is a baby. Right. And the people what had the baby called the baby Mark. They called right. the baby Mark. They called oh, yes. the baby Mark. Do, 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 do. Exactly. Great. okay. Exactly. Okay. I, no, that's good. Because that, I, I thought it was something to do with it being your
1: name. And I was <laughs> uh, are you offended by babies called Mark? No. Oh, do, well. um, so, um, Ooh. is your name, Ooh. is your name current in the sense of, in the sense of the, the, the millennials, when they have their babies, are they going to call them Mark, or or is this like a skip generation for your name?
0: Uh well.
1: Do you know what I'm saying? Do you know yeah, I'm well, because well, it was I common, think... right? It was common for people born in the 70s uh, to mid 80s to be called Mark.
0: Okay. Um. um I so... mean, perhaps it's coming around again because this is the the, the new Mark uh, Mark mm, Margaret Atwood mm, mm. Margaret Atwood book. Mark Mark Markwood Mark, Mark Wood Mark, at at, at Margaret bo- Atwood. box Margaret Atwood. Atwood Margaret Atwood book right right um Margaret Atwood book it was her book that uh, had had this new character in So uh, this is Margaret Mark. Atwood day yeah. of of <laughs> 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 uh, So yes. the new a new
1: Margaret Atwood book
0: That's Yeah someone called the, was, so, so in, in case the inference is lost um she being the author of The Handmaid's Tale um, and so this is the sequel to The Handmaid's Tale, and yeah, uh, yeah so I'm there's... reading it. How woke's that? Well, yeah. well super woke. It's my do, current do, 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 book, do, 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 mate. Well, well done you for being mm. woke, um, and for reading the same book as my friend. I don't well know done, how woke I am. It's just it's just a book that's just come out. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's current, popular that I'm inevitably mm. going to yeah. that you're going to that you're going to read. Was that I thought you said ruin. <laughs> I thought that was strange. That yeah, yeah. Just rip the spine off it. <laughs> I feel like you. I feel like you I, took that in a direction. I, that I didn't sure. intend. And, well,
1: yeah. Yes, and I'm not uh, sure this could even be a thread right now. This is disgusting.
0: Yeah, no. Whatever this is, it's unpublishable. Uh, um. Wow. I yeah, I don't know if I had more preamble. Um. Well, I, I, oddly enough, I think that Front kind matters. of that. Yeah. That kind of leads us to a question. Okay. About pro- problematicism. Pro- okay. Problem- problematism. 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 Dramatization. Problematization. 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 Yeah. Problematization. yeah. Mm. It's when a load of
1: actors get in a room and they workshop a problem. Yeah. Gone.
0: Yeah. Um, mm. And whether the discussion we're going to have is mm-hmm. one of labeling things. Are we putting these things behind us because they're problematic? Now, one or two of the things I'm putting behind me are problematic, but they are not the reasons for which I am putting them behind me. And I'm interested in that conversation. I think, I think, I
1: think it will come out on the tape because I would say I've got similar things. Mm. Well, this is the tape.
0: This is what I'm asking you. I don't know. I, I still thought this might be thread. I'm not sure if this is. is I'll this? decide what. <laughs> which show is this? <laughs> this is for the moment. It's sort of both. It's sort of both, okay. Yeah, I've or, got it in my head. I've got or, it all figured or, out. Or it's just, or it's just the fluffing room. You're yeah, I, I, I see several moves ahead when it comes to podcasting. I can't play sure. chess for shit, but when it comes to um, pre-editing, I've got, I've got this nailed. I'm very yeah. good at it.
1: And when you, when you play chess, weirdly enough, I've seen you miking up the bishops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, I like rude. I like things that sound rude that aren't. I'm a big, no, no. I'm a big fan of that. It's good. It's yeah, good. pipe clear up the lump. Keep your chimney clean. <laughs> Did you ever watch the Water Babies? No. Ah, oh, it's a lovely film. And there's a, there's a, there's a. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. We're <laughs> getting this off topic. <laughs> um, what? So yeah, like, what, what, what are your what are your thoughts on the, on the pro- problematization of the things that we're going to be talking about? Like it, 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 that in general, uh, I, it, and what it pertains I've to a,
1: a list. I, So I've got, a, I've got a specific thing which, um. Which intersects with cancel culture. Ah, lovely. Where I'm going to bring, where I'm going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to get into all of that. Mm. Um. Uh. Yeah. So I think it. I think part of it does does touch on that. Yeah.
0: Okay. Mm. Um. And and for fans of thread, they'll love it because it's all It's 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 standard. It's so yeah. It's so standard. It's <laughs> it's, so, it's thread through and through. Um. So and uh, where do we stand on? Mm. Because I have opinions about this, and and, um, I think when we're we're talking about the things we we leave behind, the things that we perhaps enjoyed in our youth or, or, you know, um, adolescence or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, there is a, and it's more and more and more, and I I see it more in the company that I continue to keep, of judging past works by today's standards. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a dangerous road for us to go down. I, I
1: think uh the answer to that question as to where we stand on that is stand in the place where you live. hmm Now face north, think about the direction mm-hmm. and wonder why you haven't before.
0: Yep. Or uh if you are of a certain um ilk, it's ham in the place where you live. Um because you <laughs> listen to a lot of Weird Al Yankovic.
1: Oh. Is he mm. did he do that?
0: Yeah, th- um, I uh, his, his...
1: that doesn't make sense as a sentence? No, just because it just because it scans.
0: No, no, there was a whole that 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 was his career for quite a while was just um taking food items and um oh. uh, and, and and mashing them up um <laughs> into some sort of gruel. <laughs> yes, into a into a, into a thick paste. It's a patty. Oh, it's a patty. Uh good. Right. Well, that's all of that sort.
1: Patties might come back. By the way, that's a, that's a spoiler
0: for later. Whoa, patties okay. are involved. Oh my word, okay, I, this is exciting um, Well, uh, why don't you give me What your number one thing is That um, you are leaving behind Well this is definitely the, This is definitely the List Envy show then okay, mm-hmm. Don't worry, I'm still in control what? I know what's going on Do I, I'm do driving, I it's do, fine Do I
1: not need to say what Oh, oh! have you done a bit Have you done a bit and then come to me That I didn't see Have you done a bit at the start where you go Oh, the list is this Yeah, you don't
0: listen to the podcast
1: No, I, I do, I do You do that, don't you
0: yeah, but that's you all done do. in that's all done in post. It's all done in post. Oh, you're yeah. clever. Sorry, I thought it was obvious. I I don't mean that. I don't mean that, no, 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 that disparagingly. No, I'm,
1: I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking about yeah. that. I think. Yeah, you go. You go. My guest this
0: week. <laughs> that's how I talk. That's, <laughs> that's so region. everyone, My guest this week is uh, John Hillman. I one of the uh, where the leopard podcast and, uh, now thread uh, where the runner pod.
1: <laughs> sorry i i literally thought we were, we were fluffing and i've made this very hard for you to edit i apologize
0: no it's fine <clears throat> now i know this is the show you <laughs> you're gonna behave <laughs> sorry i've had i've had one bear
1: how um can you can do you want you, me to tee you in again no um I, I would say on an on an on uh, on an off, <laughs> yes. <laughs> on, yes on an off on an off air um yes. Can you can you give me the wording of how you've teed it up in case um there's any con-
0: confusion? Oh, we won't have gone straight into it. Um we'll have had a bit of the preamble that we've already discussed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So it's all right. Uh I will find the, the right edit point. Um team up, team up, to, team to go in. So um all right then. Well why don't you give me your number one thing that you uh are leaving behind? Okay, th- this is the the order I've got here.
1: I'm going to need to workshop the actual ordinal sequence with you later. Ooh. Yeah, well, is, that's what we, that's I know, we will I combine I our ordinals. I know that's the I know that's the show. Mm-hmm. I've, I've listened, I've seen it. <laughs> um, so, so this is just this is Just point the, to know. This is just the first one on yep. my on my piece of paper. That's that's fine. That's fine. Um, Kevin Smith movies. Mm-hmm. They're they're the they're the first thing. Mm-hmm that i want to leave behind and it's 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 a hard one and um i i have literally done a physical real world piece of work on this today mark um oh oh okay. I've, I've, I've had my dining room decorated mark oh and um i had some I, I had some bookcases built as part of this process and um uh, everything on the bookcase everything on the old shelves came down got put in a box and new built-in bookcases got built, and the room got decorated. And then today, I opened the box, and I had my hands on my Morat's DVD, mm. and I had to ask myself if it sparked joy. Oh,
0: oh no! <gasps> I mean, I didn't. I didn't do that. No, no, because you're not a lunatic. Didn't do those words. No, <laughs> but you didn't thank you didn't give give it a little kiss and thank. I might have made up the little kiss thing. Um, I think I think now in my personal canon, you give every object a little kiss, but I don't think that's actually what Marie Kondo recommends. Mark Steadman
1: there just uh, claiming to have invented the kiss. So, that's... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. So I, I had I did have to confront the idea of like, oh, wh- when am I going to watch this? Mm-hmm. Um, and not only when am I going to watch it, but but if I do decide to want to watch it, it's gonna be it's gonna be on a service I've already got. So I don't need it. I don't need it there. But my my main thing with, with with Kevin Smith, and this was kind of my entry point to this idea of this of this um, list process with you. My my entry point to this was the advert for the new Jay and Silent Bob film because mm. I watched it and I was like, "Well, that's not for me. <laughs> that's there's nothing there for me." Mm-hmm. Now I thought I was the audience for a um. Kevin Smith film, certainly a Kevin Smith film incorporating the characters of the established Kevin Smith canon, Um, certainly anything involving the sort of uh, Jersey Trilogy type storyline of characters in that universe and definitely something Jay and Bob fronted, that should be in my wheelhouse. And I said, no, I'm not doing that. And
0: I think that's okay. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's okay. Um, I think it's interesting though because it should be for you, mm. because and 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 me well, and who's me it also.
1: For, if it's not for me, that's, that's yes,
0: exactly. Um, is it for the people? I guess it. I guess. Now, I, I, I've I've come something I've come to realise. Realise real, real something I've come to realise about, about you um, yes. is that you are a man who I consider nice. to have so lots of us are still trying to play the game of life um and <laughs> win it uh, and okay. beat beat our bosses and stuff and you're basically onto the DLC oh okay. yeah like you've you've done all the levels and now right. like there's the occasional bit of jeopardy but you're basically like you're you're on the downloadable content you're on the extra uh, extra bits um and so I think It's probably for people who have still yet to fight their final boss battle. And that might not be an age thing. That might just be a where they are in life thing. Um, And I think I'm someone, I've still got my final boss battle, but I've picked up quite a bit of XP. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's it's not, it's not, it's the juice isn't worth the squeeze anymore. Hmm. I keep using that phrase at the moment and I think I'm, I'm slightly misusing it but you get the idea. Mm. Yeah, no I do. But so I think it is it is for our age groups but mm. not specifically for us because to differing degrees we've we've
1: kind of moved on a little bit. Yeah, and and so Kevin Smith's a strange fellow because there is a level on which he operates where he is both an intelligent man and an emotionally intelligent man and quite wise and he's got things that are worth listening to but he's not able to stop being 18 Mm -hmm. in in a lot of other things Mm -hmm. and and he's obviously able to make money out of that aspect Mm -hmm. of his of his character but um I think I, I think I've mentioned this one but this one before. This is kind of it's like the offspring thing. And I think I think you've corrected me on this, but I still hope that this is true. That um offspring seem to have kind of moved in the opposite direction to me. Mm. In that as I've got
0: older, they've got younger and sillier. I don't know that I, I would have corrected you on that because I feel like I did, agree. Yeah, no, I feel like that's something I, I feel like I, I sort of brought that up a little bit on a previous List Envy. Um, uh, okay. Talking about pop punk in that they they kind of went a bit more, yeah, well, silly. They went a bit more cartoonish um, and um, a little bit of self-parody to a, to a degree, but also just making slightly silly songs. Now, even um, uh, Who Are The People Who Do The I'm Not Okay, that that's a really good band. I'm not okay. I promise. You know that that one. Uh, oh, come on, help me out here, John. You know I'm, exactly I'm thinking, who I'm talking about. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Welcome to the Black Parade. Okay. Then, then people. Right. Then right. people. That's mm-hmm. not the band, but that's the name of the album. Um, it will come to me. And 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 the listener, I'm sorry. I know you are screaming into your device, and, and I apologise. Um, I can tell you now. Oh, please do. <laughs> Michael Thank you. Oh God. Okay. So even they went. A little bit, you know, a song like "Teenagers" is kind of, you know, uh, a bit of a, a bit of a parody of what it is. But yeah, Offspring, mm. I think, yes, and we'll get onto music and growing up um, in a bit as well. Yeah, I've got a lot, I've mm. got a lot, a lot of material mm. on that. So
1: yeah, I mean, like the reason why it kind of it it knocked me a little bit when I realised that this movie's been made and that it's not for me is because. There was a period in time where a new Kevin Smith film would be like, "That's brilliant. That's mm-hmm. out, That's good. I'm going to go and do that."
0: Yeah, that's banked. And, I'm, I'm obviously saying that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it,
1: why would I not go and yeah. see a new Kevin Smith film? It's it's the obvious yeah. move for, yeah. for for me for me to make. And now, um, this is a this is a little bit like um, an old man trying to encourage you to indulging his nostalgia about weird esoteric things that he did <laughs> um, 50 years before you were born that you can't even begin <laughs> to fathom but <clears throat> to give you a sense of how, of how much I invested in Kevin Smith's films as a younger man the um, first time I watched it a, a friend of mine went oh we've, we've got this f- my brother's got this film out and we're going to watch it come, come over I've seen it and it's really good I think everyone will like it and so we all went round to this this guy's house where they had clerks on rental, right? And it was like, this is amazing. This is fantastic. And it was at a point where we were all sort of trying to make, do little film projects ourselves anyway. So it was quite inspirational to see somebody just kind of, you know, making something and then getting... It getting seen and them getting a job off of it, like that was hugely inspirational. But there was something about the kind of characters that we could all relate to, that we could engage with. And I loved it. And I wanted to watch it some more. And um, on the little island where I grew up, there were only a couple of video shops and nobody had it. And so I had to bloody mail order the thing in and get it like imported into the island for me. Um, by going to, none of the high street places would do it, but this one place that had, um, that just sold TVs, they had access to, like, a, a list of videos. And, oh, yeah, we've got it here. And so I had to put this special order through and wait, like, four weeks or something for it to come. And, like, I didn't do that for anything else mm-hmm. that I can think of. There was no, There was nothing else that was outside of being able to get on a small high street that I put in, put in the miles for mm-hmm. um, to get. And then when I got it, I watched it loads. And when I got more rounds out of the video shop, I pirated it. Mm-hmm. And I um, I had a video capture card for my Mac. Oh, mate. And so, like, I mean, this isn't, this isn't like kind of fan art, fan creation in the kind of like most pure sense. But when we had to kind of cover folders and stuff at, at school, I used to make, what would now be considered, like, memes, which aren't memes because the, a meme isn't just a picture with some text on it, a meme is something else. But I was taking screen caps and making my own little um, pictures with lines of the film. <laughs> <little> <laughs> images. Yes. We don't think. have a word. We don't have a correct word for what that is. So I was making my yes. own image macros yeah. off of, like, my favourite bits of more rats and pasting them all over my school books. Oh, uh, and I, I've somehow gone on a continuum from working really, really, really hard to obtain a piece of this world and then making that, that a piece of my world through kind of creation to, no, hmm. no, that's not, I don't know what that is. <laughs> you can take it away <laughs> and, and 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 I don't need it. So the first of these, these things that I just want to kind of say, like... Um, it's okay. I'm. I don't. I'm not criticizing it. But no thanks. Enough pig. <laughs>
0: off you what, go. What was the the last film? So what was the the um, sort of stepping off point for you?
1: I watched Second mm Hmm. Um. And
0: and and that, and that that's the thing that happened in my life. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I I I remember enjoying that one. I I was still. Because uh, I, I think part of it is I was listening to his his podcast, uh, and so he would he would often talk about these these films that he was making. He talked about the one he made with Bruce Willis, which I've never seen. Um, actually, I don't think he wrote. I think it was just a um, uh, a, a director job, and it got got all sorts of uh, messed around. But I'm pretty sure I remember him talking about Zachary, um and then into I might have taken a, a, a bit of a break at some point, but there was into the the sort of he got into his weird period. I mean, there was the, the clerks, clerks slash Clerks 2 thing um, mm-hmm. where I, because I was a fan, I'd noticed there were bits in his quote-unquote stand-up that made it into Clerks. Oh, okay. um, I didn't know that. Yeah, because when he used to do his um, his his sort of speaking gigs, you, you know, you get some of those on uh, compilations of, of them on DVD, and um, there was a, a bit that he'd done about uh, the how much he dislikes the Lord of the Rings, and they ended up in or that bit ended up in um, in class.
1: Oh, the walking
0: to Mordor. Yep, that's it. Bit. Yep, yep, yep. That's the. One. That was very much a stand-up bit. Yeah, yeah, very much. Um, but well then performed. you know. That that was very much the case if you if you look at the, the Star Wars um reconstruction bit in, in the first Clarks. Um the, that's very much the, the same kind of thing. It's it's a what's the deal with the Death Star kind of bit. Um but yeah, so so yeah, my, I think my mine mine came later. Um and I think in fairness, there are bits I, I pick up and put down. Like I really enjoyed Red State. Um I and I watched Tusk. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but you know, I went to go and see Hollywood Babylon, uh, his podcast with, with Ralph Garman, went to go and see that recorded live earlier this year. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sad that I did it, uh, saw a bit of the film and got a sense of some of the jokes and like you went, yeah, not, not for, not for me. I don't much, I mean, yeah, well, we might get onto this in, in an actual thread episode at some point, um. No, yeah, I'll I'll um I'll 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 leave that bit for 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 another for another discussion because it'll take us down a rabbit hole. Um, okay, <clears throat> but yeah, okay, so so we're putting that into um into into room no, um, yeah, and 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 just, and just to sort of clarify, like I, I'm not embarrassed about having enjoyed the, those those no, things. enjoyed no, 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 way
1: either. So the 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 thing for this for me really is just kind of just allow just permitting myself to stop caring about what happens next.
0: Yes. Absolutely. That's, that's really where I'm going with this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my my number one, um, and and people will already laugh at me anyway, just because <coughs> a it's a dumb name, but also, I mean, people would think, well, you should have discarded this a long time ago, and I did, uh, and I, and I can <laughs> almost remember the day when I jumped off the train. But the train that I'm talking about is the band Smash Mouth. Hey, <laughs> Sam, um, party. So I got into Smash Mouth um in the late nineties, um which is mm. when we did. Although like but, but, I mean that's when it happened, right? Yeah, well slightly cooler people were in with the Fushu Mang album which um, had oh. Walking on the Sun.
1: Oh right. Which that where, was that was where I was then? Okay.
0: Yeah, possibly. Um, so they they started as basically a ska punk band um, mm-hmm. with some of their influences because the the Steve the singer singer um, used to be a rapist, a rapper. I'm I'm I'm, I'm uh, make that clear, a rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he so they they used to knock around with No Doubt, and No Doubt started as a ska punk band as well they did uh and so there's this sort of um that yeah uh, and so there there's quite a lot of songs on on Fushy Mang and the there's a studio sessions album my friend um bought me um which which is even even earlier uh and so there's that, that that kind of feel is in there but walking on the sun was the first one that that had a very different kind of sound and then the next album came along which was Astro Lounge and that was the one that had Sam and um it got used in Shrek and in, uh, I think I'd heard about it in that film with Ben Stiller and Eddie Izzard in a silent role. It was all about superhero, weird superheroes. Oh, um, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, they did the, the, the promo video
1: for yep. um, that that song was yep. the
0: Mystery Men. Yep,
1: it was Mystery Men. Best thing about um, the film. Actually, I actually didn't enjoy the film much.
0: Yeah, there you go. Uh, and, 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 and that song made it to a lot of places. Uh, it was the opening song to Shrek. And yeah. uh, when they remade It's a Mad, 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 Mad World as uh, something Dash, I think. Mad Dash or something? Um, with John Cleese and Rowan Atkinson and, and right. lots of American actors. Uh, for some reason, um, they turn up at the end of the race and <laughs> Smash Mouth the playing. <laughs> um, and they were... So they loomed large in, in my fandom. Um, me and my friend were... W- um had uh we were we were pre booking tickets to to see them live in Birmingham, but they ended up having to cancel because they just didn't have uh enough uh, of a fan base here um so astroland came out enjoyed that a lot um probably pirated it uh as i did with a lot of my favorite bands at the time mm-hmm. and then the next album was was it smash mouth i think it was called smash mouth uh was the next one um and then after that was Get the picture, which came out while I was in my last year-ish at uni. And these all had good songs on them. Um, Very enjoyable. Um, And then an album came out a few years after that, which might be called Summer Girl. And I was in my flat and I put the album on and I went, no, it's... They, and it was the first time I was like, "Wow, they haven't changed. They are the same band," and I kind, I kind of can't fault them for that. Mm-hmm. But that that doesn't like the old albums will still give me something, and part of that is nostalgia. Part of this, is I I enjoyed the jams, but and and I think a lot of that is nostalgia because mm-hmm. if I if I think they're basically the same songs now, yeah, but it no longer rings true. Um, it just it just doesn't work. And and one or two of them have felt quite cynical. Um, there was mm-hmm. a sort of a superhero themed song which which really felt like a bid to be. I don't think I don't know if bands really think about this. Like I, I'm sure I'm sure there's plenty of authors who write books because they think they'll be made into films. Um, yeah, definitely. But not I everyone. Mean, if, you've, if you've read the follow up. Um to Ready Player
1: One. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, Ernest, yeah, The yeah. Ernest Cline book. I mean, he says in the he says in the intro to it, oh yeah, as I was writing this, like it got optioned already. And, yeah, and you're like, what?
0: Yeah, because it's and, last Starfighter. Uh,
1: yeah, it's last yeah. Starfighter, and, and and it just it just reads really like the movie treatment. Yeah, it's, it's not a great book because of it, and it's a shame actually.
0: Yeah, well, um, Do I also uh, Robert Harris. Good. It's not Robert Harris, is it? The yeah, uh, the the up Pompey guy. <laughs> uh the the author of uh of the hannibal oh, the Hannibals. yeah he, and he
1: did pompey didn't he as
0: well oh i don't know sorry i, I don't know uh, that, yeah that was um, that was a joke but with a the truth in it
1: that was a good joke um yeah. Enigma? i'm sorry yeah Enigma. oh wow
0: um but yeah he and he, he effectively wrote like hannibal rising and, and possibly another one um mm-hmm. uh, i think almost as novelizations of the film he was already sort of writing so yeah, yeah. um and it kind of felt like, oh, wow, you, you want this to be in the next Incredibles film. That's what this song is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, it, it it stopped ringing true. And I, 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 I jumped off the train. And then uh, I think earlier this year, mm-hmm. um, there was a, it was probably last year, actually, there was a, like a, 20th anniversary. Yeah, it probably was 20th anniversary edition of Astro. No, a you Mang that came out, um, mm-hmm. and it was an acoustic recording. They they did an acoustic recording of you Mang, and John, um all of the band members are playing acoustically, mm-hmm. but but Steve from Smash Mouth, his voice is still auto tuned. <laughs> Because he can't sing and he never could, so oh. he was always auto-tuned. But he always had an effect on his voice. It wasn't massively, it wasn't like a tea painting, it was like, Ugh! um But he always had, like, a bit of an effect on his voice, and they kept it on. Oh, no. Yeah. And it feels really, it felt really, really bad. Like, I remember, this is going to sound like, this doesn't make any sense, but I remember seeing a photo of a golden retriever who'd just been shaved. His head was massive. And his whole body was just, like, really skinny and and gaunt and and hairless. And it kind of felt like that. It's like you've got this sort of stripped-down band, and then you've got this Sam guy with this, like, really (laughs) affected voice at the top. It was really odd.
1: Well done, that metaphor did land. Thanks, Um, mate. I was worried about where you were going, but I I enjoyed it a lot. (laughs) Oh, man. So, Smash Mouth. So, somebody once told you. Yeah. Um, Yeah, um... I, I, so I don't. I don't think I ever held. I don't think I ever held Smash Mouth in quite the same regard as you did. However, I did have Walking on the Sun as as a single, and mm-hmm. I did used to like. I I would have that song on on repeat for a little bit because I'm I'm someone who can listen to the same song over and over again.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Aka I'm a terrible human. Um, it's it's a great tune.
0: It is. Um, and and there's a few of those that are like. They're they they're just they're pretty pretty solid solid tunes, um, yeah. and there is kind of a some of them have a kind of a quality that like when I say the word timeless, it it sounds like I am being like grandiose, and I just mean like you can't necessarily nail it down. Um, I mm. love 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 Edwin Collins. Um, it's his only song. Uh, Never known a girl like you before um, yeah. because it has that like elements of 60s but also not, like and it's it's really hard to pin down and I I love it um and yeah it's like stuff like that works so uh yeah smash mouth um you're gonna oh number two is gonna be really controversial my, my number two so I'm, I'm really interested oh. to, to hear what you say about that but um let me why don't you, why don't you uh, give me your number two well
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce around my list a little bit now because I want to kind of come in off some, mm. off some music stuff here now for for essentially the same reasons but because I'm a little bit older than you um my equivalent was just blanket statement hair metal bands oh wow um i think you know the, the same thing is like if um if if mötley crue or poison or someone like that put out another record today i wouldn't need it mhm um mötley crue sound like they were awful 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 terrible shits i mean i didn't <laughs> i didn't see the recent documentary that came out but they don't sound like they were nice mm. or good people um i think it's probably fair fairly evident at the time um but you know they have some great tunes um don't need any more i i wouldn't i wouldn't want, want any of that so mm-hmm. that was my equivalent but the the list item i put down was hair metal bands and then i just put a slash there and i just put the pop charts yeah now i don't think the pop charts really exist the way that they did I've been watching a bit of um, '80s Top of the Pops kind of the year in review type programs. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that it has that function. Regardless, of the fact that Top of the Pops doesn't exist anymore, but mm-hmm. just I think like I'm I'm okay now with not knowing what, what the what's top 40 number one. is. Mm. What the top forty is that's mm-hmm. fine.
0: And I, I I think I I wonder about how much of that is now is is broadcasters clinging on to. To that, because it, it it couldn't be any less important in in the world that we live in now, with the way we consume music, mm-hmm. um, it just interests are so disparate. There isn't a um, pop diaspora, um, you know. <laughs> there, there isn't a shared um, thing anymore because the culture that we want to consume is so readily available, which means that it's, the stuff that it, that, that it used to be harder to find is on a level playing field with the stuff that is easy to find. And it's everything's sort of a flat structure now. So there's, there's really no point to them. And I'm almost surprised when I hear a top 40 counter. Like, oh, bless you guys. You still think that's the thing that matters. Oh, okay. Well, you cool. told me what number one was, but in the news, like it was a thing. <laughs> you thought it was news. Yeah. Um,
1: I was. I think, uh, I think the last yeah. number one that I'm even aware of was Killing in the Name of as a mm. as a thing that
0: had happened because that was news. Yeah, Christmas number one, even that stopped being news a couple of years ago because it was about the campaign. You know what it's turned to now? I think. Mm. I think the the so, sort of Simon Cowell had his had his bottom smacked. I think by the mm-hmm. general public in the end, who were like, yeah, okay, Simon, you've you're right, well done, you've had your bit now. Um, some of the older generation are going to start sort of uh, ha- having a word here, um, but I think what's happened now is slightly more insipid. Is that it's the um, it's the encroachment of the John Lewis ads? Yeah, I feel like they they are sort of number Christmas kind of number one fodder now, if not uh, actually Christmas number one.
1: And to go back to your Smash Mouth things, mm. like those those are very 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 um, obviously cynically put together. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, as 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 the um, as the pop pop idol X Factor winners mm-hmm. songs always were, as mm-hmm. very very excellently parodied by um, uh, Peter, Peter K in um, what I can't remember what the name of the, the, the one-off
0: episode. Britain's one of got shows. a brand new Pop Factor something, yeah, yeah, something like that, but yeah, it was, on ice, know, it was, yeah, yeah. He he
1: absolutely nailed down what the beats of those winners songs are with a song that was called winners.
0: Yeah, and it was, the, the music was was written by Gary Barlow, who so you know obviously knows knows from from that kind of um, that kind of tune. But the, the killing in the name of number mm. one as
1: a news story that was almost like the news story wasn't really killing in the name of his number one. The killing story, um, the news story, then was that's finished. Then we we we, we we've killed the pop charts now. Mm-hmm yeah it's now it's now a game it was yeah that now, that story story
0: was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is, we have now completely gamified uh yeah. the, the the pop charts absolutely it's just an algorithm yeah yeah um yeah i think I think that's something that we kind of walk away from we don't even have to put put down because it's sort of it's i, I think it sort of slips away from us uh mm-hmm. I think that kind of music just sort of gently fades away to, you know we're not here for you anymore. Bye forever. You're too old. You don't get it anymore, granddad. Like, I, I kind of, you know, like, it's not so much that we, we, we don't get to consciously uncouple from pop music. We don't get to, to dump pop music. Pop music dumps us. Pop music is the one that ends the relationship with us. Yes. And it's like, now, nah, don't call us.
1: <laughs> pop music's Facebook status is, is yeah. complicated at all
0: times. Yeah,
1: that's a, that's a really good choice.
0: Um, All right. Are you... Are you are you ready for my number two? I'm ready
1: for your number two. Okay. I'm dreading what you're going to say, because you, you've, you haven't given me any hints, but you've told me that there's going to be something. I think, I think I might be dropping a bomb. You're dropping an A-bomb on me. <sighs> Bill Hicks. Star Wars. Bill Hicks. Hicks. Okay. I thought you were going to say Star Wars. Okay. No, 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 <sighs> no, 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 Um, I, I've, I mean, I've, up front, mate. Yeah. I'm with it.
0: Okay. I'll go with it. Yep. All right. mean so- this. So. I am deeply um pleased and feel privileged to have discovered Bill Hicks because it happened to me by accident um so it was a dis- it was a genuine discovery no one um no one presented no Bill Hicks to me to him.
1: brought him to you pardon you, you, no taste makers brought him no, to you no fully formed so, you didn't so, discover him in a countdown
0: program. No. So yeah. in in brief, what what happened uh-huh. was um, I used to knock around, sit, sit on, on my computer, just noodling around, yeah, doing stuff, whatever in the in the late nineties um, with with my little broadband connection there, and um, there used to be uh, an application that whipped the llama's ass um, called Winamp, and um, Winamp had had. That this offshoot uh, uh, called Shoutcast, which is radio streaming uh, network, effectively. Like, anyone mm-hmm. could start a network. And um, the network that I would often be tuned into just had stand-up bits, uh, just oh, had stand-up wow. albums, and that's all they played. And I, so I, I heard Dave Chappelle, um, I heard... That guy I uh, uh his name oh Jeff Foxworthy, um mm-hmm. who is famous in America as being the guy whose bit is if you such and such, then you might be a redneck. That was his right. his famous closing bit. Um right. and, and there was some of the stuff there was I What is it were, with all the rednecks, Mark? What is it what is it? What is the deal? What is the um, deal? And there was some Seinfeld on there. uh, And there was, I think, some Ellen DeGeneres. There was some stuff. I learned what SM was um, before I learned that it's SM, not SNM. Um, (laughs) And uh, I learned about masturbating a cat to uh, orgasm with a gym sock. Um, uh, And I learned about um, surfing on the Lake of Fire, rocking out um listening to awesome tunes uh in hell um from from this man I didn't know who he was so I I just I don't know whether the metadata wasn't on the stream or, or or I didn't look um but I happened upon him a couple of times and I was inthrall so kind of bits just that no 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 oh. just the last one oh. um and I was I was enthralled um mm-hmm. I was you know 18 so I mm-hmm. was the perfect age and this is why i'm I'm really really happy that i got to discover Mm -hmm. this um Mm -hmm. and and happen upon it and and i was absolutely the right age to get bill hicks and he touched me where i live as it were Mm -hmm. um and it was that stuff like yeah right it makes you laugh but it you know oh it done half make you think um and and you know my my best friend at the time bought me um a DVD mm-hmm. uh, and I watched his stuff on Comedy Central. So in the intervening time I'd, I'd met up with with someone who was just happened to be playing a bit that I recognised on his cassette player. And I was like, you have to tell me who that is because I've been listening to this guy for ages. He said, oh, it's Bill Hicks. Right. Okay. I will now always know that this is Bill Hicks. And he right. was, he was a couple of years dead by the time uh, I'd come to him. Um, and, absolutely wonderful and 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 stayed with me for a, for a fair few years and then i don't know maybe 10 years after that maybe not even that that mm-hmm. many it started to just be like bill i love you buddy and you 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 helped you, you freed a lot of people mm-hmm. um but it's 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 time that we part ways because uh i just don't feel the same anymore i I'm a little more cynical mm-hmm. now. Um, I, d- I don't have quite the same... Basically, you know, he was a disappointed optimist. I don't have quite the same thing anymore. Um, I don't feel as rabid about things like selling out um, a- as I did. Like, that's less important to me now. Um, and and it was just, yeah, just a gradual realisation of... It, he opened so many doors and it, and he was such a wonderful comic voice and 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 part of a movement that helped me understand my own personal politics um him eddie Izzard, ben elton to a degree but I, I, Izzard really um very much um and bill hicks um and 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 um carlin george carlin like mm-hmm. these people helped shape me as a person yeah. growing up and understand what helped me understand what i believed
1: Hmm.
0: And gave phrases, and gave voice to that, and gave words to that, and and made arguments with my dad. You know, um, and that will always be wonderful. But it's, um, I, I, I hope life treats you kind, and and that you have all you dreamed of, and I wish you joy and happiness, and above all this, Bill, I wish you love. <laughs> and I will always love you.
1: So that uh, this is um this is an interesting one where we can get into. Something that that you've already mentioned, which is um, how some of this stuff might connect, if we were not careful, with can, uh, cancel culture and kind of reappraising people through through different lenses, because there's an increasing um, kind of pushback against Bill Hicks from people who work in comedy now, um, mm. in terms of like saying like, like he was clearly an arsehole he was horrible Mm -hmm. to work with he was misogynistic (laughs) you know um there were many things about him that would have been called that would be called out if he was working today
0: you're absolutely right and i haven't touched on any of those and you're absolutely right um but that's work from then yeah
1: yeah. this is this is a lens now now that's something you have to be careful playing with as well Mm -hmm. because that's the same road that can lead you to sort of saying well it was okay when there were racist comics on the TV at tea time on Sundays mm. because it was the 70s and it was different mm-hmm. then it was like well uh, no we knew better we just didn't care yeah we knew better we, we we didn't care and and probably people knew better with Bill Hicks at the time but there were enough good things that he was saying and good things that he was putting out there that, that he and, and, and he got preserved in that point in time so he he does get to be kind of like raised up, doesn't he?
0: yeah, I think he didn't I don't think he did anything to push back those kind of movements, but he did absolutely nothing to uh, help them, and he could have um nice. he could have yeah. used his his position and his and his privilege and his power and his voice um to help a disenfranchised group, but he you know he he was maybe that was just one of his blind spots um mm. Yeah, I, I mean, and, yeah. And, and actually, like those are the
1: thing, the things that people are now pulling up and going, well, you know, th- this bit isn't good, this bit isn't good. Those aren't the bits that we actually all share and talk about. Yeah, they're and not it's, him doing the ride piece, or if you work in advertising, kill yourself. you know? Yeah, like th- those those bits are in the catalogue, but they're not the pieces of the catalogue that someone shows to someone who doesn't know Bill Hicks
0: yes and i would or, or, or but i i would say i think a lot of the time we look at that stuff and i've been guilty of this myself of looking at bits and going well that i mean that misses this point and this point and this point mm-hmm. and and the reason we do that is because what we're used to consuming is the stuff that built on this stuff he are that he his are the shoulders um, that uh, you know his are the giant's shoulders that that other people um, then leapt aboard and and mm-hmm. it's their work that we now see and and we we you know we don't see the the simple four chords um, that that um, little Richard was playing before uh, you know uh, Elvis Presley sort of jazzed them up a bit or you know what I mean like we 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 don't see the sort of four four beat of what he was doing. Um, and so, and yeah, so newer comics and, you know, some people will just want to make a stink and, and and rail against the establishment because probably for for many, he was, he was mm-hmm. just an establishment thing because the generation in between yours and ours revered him. Mm-hmm. And so this new generation are like, yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm about pissing on your sacred cows because, you know, it's time, it's time that we move on and, and that's fine. So Bill Hicks. There you are. so i've got
1: um i've I've got a similar one on 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 my list which kind of covers the similar a similar ground in terms of the way we might think about what the job is that we're doing today mm-hmm. which is Graham and mm-hmm. okay right now this yeah yeah this is someone you and I have spoken about um a, a lot in the pub and on on tape before as well and um if we look at cancel culture and we look at the kind of the, the big names of the canceled, um, you know, at at the, at the gates of canceled HQ, you are greeted by Glenna with, with a clipboard looking a bit disheveled asking you, asking you what your name is before you can go in, uh, to the canceled party. Um, which isn't a party that's canceled. Yes, No, no, exactly. (laughs) It's it's a party for canceled people. Yeah. Um, so like, I don't know. If I don't watch another Lincoln sitcom, all right, whatever. Okay, it's everyone's made it very hard for him to work again, but
0: the past work stands,
1: and I will defend
0: it. I'm never not watching Father Ted. I, I'm sorry, I'm yeah. never not watching Father Ted. I no, yeah.
1: Um, I think I also yeah. I, I would say I think his best work is behind him because the the recent school based sitcom the pilot I got really excited for. Uh, but th- when I went to series, it didn't have any legs beyond the pilot, unfortunately. Oh, wow. I did. I not not for me anyway. Mm-hmm. Not for me anyway. So, you know, kind of like I don't want. The, I don't want the politics to be in the way of the work. And the last piece of work that you did wasn't very, very, very good. So, I don't. I don't need you in it. I don't need you to do more stuff now. But the work is sacred. That's that's gone before. Like, don't take my IT crowd away from me. Don't take my father's head away from me.
0: So I mean, this this feels like less um, leaving him behind and more sort of asking asking him to stop <laughs> um, asking him to stop making things because
1: mm, I'm asking him not to not stop making things. I'm not asking he can make what he wants, mate. He, he, can, he can make what he wants, but um, I reserve the right to not be excited. Mm-hmm. Is, is essentially what what, what I'm okay. saying because because you, you, the the negativity that you. That 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 he has become a lightning rod for mm-hmm. is going to get in the way of the work, and the last piece of work wasn't good enough. So I'm I'm okay if it, if you do some good work, I'll come back. Yeah, but for the time being, like I don't don't need to get excited about Gremlin, and I don't and I don't need to see it on the internet. And I've never I never followed him on the internet, but I can't get away from the bloody guy. Mm. Um, oh really? Yeah,
0: well, it's just because of cause You of people so you you're hearing the echoes.
1: Yeah, because people mm-hmm. will screenshot things and mm-hmm. tell me that he's double, triple cancelled, and it's mm-hmm. just like, oh god.
0: Surely, surely, the point of of being cancelled is now just, <laughs> you know, like, okay, yep, you, that's that's it, done, deleted. Yeah. You Stop. can cancel me, but yeah. I'll come
1: back stronger.
0: Yeah, well, well, no, because mm, I hate I, I hate cancel culture. But um, what I will say is, you know, I, 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 I as someone who sort of. Uh, wanted to necessarily not not. Hmm, I didn't necessarily want to believe certain things. Um, mm-hmm. ha- having done the reading, and you know, let's not go into a thing, and let's not also get into libelous territory. Um, he has you know, on, on on very simple grounds, been cautioned by the police for uh encouraging people to um, uh, well, for giving out the address of um someone who campaigned for something that he didn't like, and that's not a good thing to do. Mm. Um, he... only,
1: only BBC political editors get to do that. This day, mm. Oh, my word.
0: Oh, my <laughs> word. Uh, well, when this goes out, that, that will that will be far in our rearview mirror, but still, um, it's, yes, but it's bad times. Um, Graham Linehan, take it from me, uh, as someone who uh, likes to give the benefit of the doubt is not worth the doubt giving, um, and that's a shame. Um, mm. Okay. Yeah, but I'm still going to watch Father Ted.
1: I'm still going to watch Father, 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 Ted. Um, um my... you got something happy to come off the
0: back of that? No. I've got a happy one. Okay, well. um, got something positive. Oh, you know what? I have. Okay, so I'm going to, I'll, I'll swap mine round. But, the, well, you see, no, you know what? I'm going to make you wait for that. That's fine. Because uh, this, this sort of, there is a through line That's with, good. with my choice. That's there good. is a bit of a through line with this one. And it's it's only in as much as me saying the reason I am leaving it behind me mm-hmm. is not strictly to do with any kind of cancel culture thing. Although when I say the name, you'll be like, "Yep, cancel culture." <laughs> um, it is a film that I revered. Again, i f- It was so strange. I, it's a it's a film about a a midlife. See how far I get into the description before you know okay. what the film is. Okay, it's a film about a man with a midlife crisis. Okay, yeah, American Beauty. Right, go on. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could. Okay. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> thing is, thing is, like my
1: pride couldn't let me. No, that's do fine. anything, that's do anything right. For the sake of the bit, that's uh, okay. So.
0: That's okay.
1: Um, Sorry, Mark. That's fine. Um, yeah. So uh, I, 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 I was <laughs> trying to make films and doing media studies in the late nineties, Mark. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't not know what American Beauty is based on one syllable. For no, of sake. course,
0: of course. Um, cool. Yeah. So I, 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 I discovered this because I, I think I was in. In my spacey times, um, I can't remember why I was in spacey times, but I was I was appreciating spacey. You know, I'm, that might not even have been it. I can't remember why mm-hmm. I gravitated towards this film, um, but there used to be. Um, a market that would sell a uh, a format called video cd and it was a malaysian wow, uh, yes. very popular in malaysia um and it was a vhs quality uh, films that you would have usually on two or three cd's and often the films were cut uh in america they do very very strange things to vhs's uh mm-hmm. they will cut bits out just because they are like it's part of their their puritan thing like they they're just like no even though you've bought the vhs Mm-hmm. Because we're a Puritan country, we've decided this bit of the film you're not allowed to watch. Mm-hmm. So they and they will tell you at the beginning of the film, we've cut this bit out because you're not allowed to watch it, because we don't think you should watch it. Um so just just so you know you're not getting the film that you paid for. Americans, you're you're weird. Um and so this was a slightly sanitized version. Only only a couple of bits were, were cut out. Right. Um but I, I watched it and something in i think the slightly i've always been a little bit old for my time and had a little bit of an eeyore about me or a bit of a sort of um a, a sense um and something in there is a word for that, a mis- mis- misanthropic nature and something yes. in the nihilism uh, almost of this film spoke to me in a, in a re, really weird way was it sam Mendes was it Mendes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah um and um and it is by today's standards so um a couple of years ago there is uh there is a magazine called standard issue and they did like a rewatch. they were like let's see how this holds up um 20 years on or whatever and i i, I never read it because i didn't want to um because i was like i don't want this this thing to be taken away from me, but I don't have to read it to sort of look at it and go, the spacey of it aside, it's deeply, deeply, deeply not okay. There's lots of things that are in there that are so grubby um as, as concepts and so just ugh, that I think are only grubby to me now as I'm older. Because of course mm-hmm. when I was the age I was the the girl he was lusting after mm-hmm. was you know, age appropriate for me. And so I didn't see the thing quite so much. And I identified with something in his character, not necessarily the lustful nature, but the, the misanthropic feeling down at heel, feeling trodden on. Um, And, and it's a film about privilege. It's a film about in so many ways, a man not realizing how fucking great his life is um, mm-hmm. and not being able to count his, I was going to say count his to count his blessings. Um, And, and his wife who is, Uh, sort of garbage, but also just, uh, you know, lives with an ungrateful man, lives with an ungrateful daughter, um, has a thankless life, um, and she gets punished because she's not nice. Um, And, like, this is all stuff uh, sort of off the top of my dome without having rewatched it in about 10, 10, 15 years. But it was a film I carried with me for a long time, and um, I started to sort of have to put that aside uh, over the last few years, and I don't regret that. So yeah, American Beauty.
1: the 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 the, the, the spacey of it thing mm. is uh, that is going to be a difficult one going forward, isn't it? Like I felt really, really, really awful for um, your man. Um, I watched our, that recently.
0: Um, I watched Baby Driver. Baby recently, Driver, and it's absolutely fine. It is absolutely fine.
1: It's a fantastic movie. Yeah, and it just got buried in all of yeah. the awful things and all those people who work so hard. Yeah. To make a great film.
0: I think um, I think it's it it's it's okay because there's so little of him in it. Um and he's just kind of just being there and he says a few lines. It's 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 fine. Um but yeah, no, to your point, it was a real shame that that uh what was a, a fantastic film got got buried. Mm. Cancelled um, before it was even born, mate. Indeed. Um and there's there's a lot of like he was that's the thing, Spacey became my my guy, he became my favourite actor. Um, and so, you know, I, I was, I was obviously, uh, you know, um, deeply, uh, deeply affected by what happened, you know, it happened to me, John, obviously it was, uh, I was really disappointed that, that, you know, he did this to me. Um, obviously I'm joking. I, yeah, so... I'm not putting Kevin Spacey films aside because the films, again, like we're saying with with Linehan, so so many of them are, are, are so good, and that's a very different conversation. But American mm-hmm. Beauty, in and of itself, has so much in it that has to be put away um, for for so many reasons. That's uh, fine What's next? I don't,
1: don't think I've watched it in a long time. No, um, and it's, it is interesting, isn't it? How there are there are films that are really really tied to moments that just don't have a life beyond them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely.
1: Whereas other films will will really transcend their times. Yeah. Mm. But then I guess if you think it's about like dubstep. Like, Yeah, but I I guess if you think, if you think about films that, that do transcend their moments, it's because they're not necessarily about their moments. Like if you look at Ghostbusters, there's a little there is a bit, a bit of 80s-ness in Ghostbusters because it's made in the eighties, but it's actually Um It's about ghosts and having an adventure and <laughs> you, you yeah. know it's, it's not it's not kind of it's not time boxed mm-hmm. necessarily um there um it's a wonderful life if we kind of like go even go even further back it's like it's not it's a little bit tied in terms of maybe some of the stuff about the way that society was functioning and stuff like that but it's more about finding joy and and and, and happiness mm-hmm. <laughs> um Whereas, yeah, American Beauty is probably very much about a pre millennial feeling for all those characters, like not, none of them not really knowing what to do with themselves. Like the the kid filming bags, yeah, he's just he's just like, what what I'm, what am I supposed to do in this moment of my life as a kind of someone who wants to make something artistic, but I'm in this suburb.
0: There was obviously um, a milieu uh, at the time. Um, You know, if you look at a film like Fight Club, and I think it wasn't the only one of that uh, Mm -hmm. at all, of that sort of, that class, that graduating class of of films. It was the same kind of time that Mm -hmm. was about this generation of kids who had, as as the film put it, um, you know, no great war, no great depression um, Mm -hmm. to to live through. Um, And yeah, just this, this aimlessness and this sort of, aware of the disappointment inherent disappointment that that our fathers had of us because we didn't have anything to that would allow us to prove ourselves mm. very good all right what have you got next
1: let's go let's go let's, let's go let's go let's something go lighter something a bit lighter yeah um, so I am okay about putting away um, having a cheeky Nando's <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> 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 And this is this is a positive story. You're already laughing because you think I'm about to do a bit about avocados and millennials and and all that all that sort of stuff. But but really, like, so what is a cheeky nando's? Right, a cheeky nando's is this Don't Google kind
0: of, it. If you this, do, make sure that you've got um, safe search on. Oh
1: God, I'd not even thought of that angle of it. <laughs> what happens if I unsafe search it, Mark? <laughs> Your computer um, calls the police. It's not a Netflix and chill style area, is it? I've, I've, I've not been misunderstanding that phrase for a long time, like no, an old man. I don't think so. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> so I I, I genuinely uh, remember, because I'm such an old man, I remember, um, remember my first Nando's, and I remember it was in the first Nando's in Birmingham, which oh, was, wow. was one of the first ones outside of London in the UK. Mm. And um, because I'm the sort of weird person that I am, I ended up talking at great length to the guy who was the first manager. Okay. Of the first Nando's in Birmingham who was from South Africa because Nando's was already very prevalent out there and he'd been sent over to kind of like help set it all up and he was he was essentially he essentially explained to me what fast casual dining was okay <laughs> and um I thought it was really I thought it was really interesting and I've had many Nando's over the years mm. and b- um, b- before your um, vegetarian days before my vegetarian days, yeah. Yes. And, and that's not that's not the reason why I'm going to put it in a box. No, like no, no. some no. quite good veggie options. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, there's this kind of like, the, 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 there was a bit of a pushback at the idea of like, oh, yeah, aren't people a bit shit and a bit naff? Because this phrase about oh, having a cheeky Nando's, oh, cheeky Nando's, oh let's all, let's all go out. Isn't that fun? We'll have a bit of food, a bit of drink. Yeah. And people, people really want to look down on it for some reason that I don't don't fully understand. And essentially what I'm saying is, is that um, I had my Nando's. I was in my early 20s. It was nice. It was fine. I don't need to go back there. I can go to a real restaurant now. I don't want to show off, but I can. (laughs) But like Nando's is Nando's is great. It's, it's It's a nice, safe place where young kids can go and have some food. And I don't understand why people have got a problem with it. I just don't need to go there. So, That's it. I'm what I'm saying to you, Mark, is, is that I am happy that there is a, a space in this world where teenagers can go and have some chicken and chips.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And isn't that pleasant? Isn't that nice? And they can probably they can probably get all their food for about fifteen quid. That's wonderful. Don't need it. I'm done. That's interesting. I, that is interesting. Okay. Yeah. Cause hmm. and, and and I do think people looking down on Nando's is is on the same spectrum as avocado's. It's it's just having just just knocking kids constantly for having mm-hmm. nice things, fuck them. Fair enough.
0: Yeah, um, I, I I've not it. heard it much acquainted with with kids. Um, I had my last Nando's um, and the first one in a long while, but the, my last was one the um, it was no, it was uh, uh, it was decidedly not. Um, but it was you know, a few months ago. Uh, it was certainly uh, this start of twenty nineteen. And I'm a I'm a grown ass man and I had my, yeah. my bit of chicken and my sides and stuff and
1: Oh I'm was, not saying I'm not saying you don't I'm not saying yeah. you can't go there
0: as a as a, as a no. grown up.
1: I'm not saying that at all. Hmm. Okay. But uh all right. just just the gen just the general food snobbiness of it all really sure. I think it's just yeah, a bit yeah. yeah. I don't think there's, I don't think there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with having kind of like a place where you can go and have fast food but on a plate. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of what part of people's problems with it as well. Like, they're almost like the because Wimpy isn't there anymore. They don't mm. think you can have fast food on a plate where well, you can go to Nando's, have it. Go on, enjoy that. Enjoy it. Just yeah, go on. You can you've, have you've, some you've food it. with your friends or with someone you're on a date with, and just enjoy that. There you go. Go on, you enjoy that. You have that. Go on. No one's taking that away that. from
0: you. But
1: yeah, I don't. I don't go to Nando's anymore. I've you. Been, That's very right. for a long time. Because, well, yeah, because vegetarian thing,
0: I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Kevin Smith Films was, was on my list, so um, the, the last one that I'm, I'm going to offer up to you mm-hmm. is, on its face, I think, a personal one, but I think it will probably, if it doesn't resonate with you, I'm sure it may resonate with others. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing I'm going to walk away from, the thing I'm going to put behind me, mm-hmm. is the chip on my shoulder. Oh, um, and I think I really noticed myself doing that today oh. when I went on, I went off on one of my patented rants mm-hmm. and then I was like, I stand by all of those words, mm-hmm. but I don't want them hanging in the air like some sort of thug. I don't want, I don't want other people to breathe in that toxicity, like smoke just hanging above my head. So I'm going to delete it. I said the things, I, and, and mm-hmm. if someone wants to be like, go spelunking in my deleted tweets and be like, ah, I found you, I'd be like, okay, cool, let's have a chat about it. Um, and, and it was related to, you know, sort of what I do and independent creativity and establishment, blah, 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 blah. blah, But I was like, all right, the words are there, but that actually reads much more uh, like a diatribe than I feel. Um and like much more sort of fervent than I actually feel, because you know nuance doesn't travel in text unless you use nineteen emojis, and I tend not to, <laughs> so I sort of thought yeah i i I kind of believe that, but to use the the phrase that is de rigueur, it is not the hill on which I'm going to die <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh I, I I just I'm I mean weird day to day, but aside from that i'm I'm in a good and and happy place and I'm making my best art and I'm speaking my truth um, and I think I can have moments of frustration as we all can. um we all mm-hmm. or many of us have a thing that we rail against, and mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes it helps us to have something to push against. Um, like I was talking about with the comics, sometimes you need someone else's voice to help define what yours is. And maybe that is a voice in opposition. And and maybe it's a a voice of collaboration, you know, whatever it is, maybe you need your, your mum or your dad saying, I don't understand the music you, you listen to for you to go, yeah, well you don't get it. And I'm going to start thrashing my guitar and make some of it my own. Like what, some of us need that, some of us, whatever. But I think as you get older, that, Perhaps motivates you less, um, and I think a lot of what we've talked about is is, is creativity, and a lot of the things like the music. Um, there is a punk aesthetic to to how Smash Mouth started, which is about pushing away from things. Kevin Smith was about discovering that Richard Linklater could make a film, and um, it be just about the people that he saw, and it didn't mm-hmm. have to be about pretty people in Hollywood um, and and seeing that and thinking that's something that I can do. Um, there's probably something I could weave in about a cheeky Nandos, but I, um, I'm struggling to make the third, but you get the idea. Um, I, I think as we grow older, we don't need those things to motivate us quite so much because we're fueling ourselves or hopefully we've got other people to help fuel us. But if, if we haven't, then we're, we're our art or our creativity or our, the people around us are the things that um Keep us, keep us motoring, uh, and we don't need that effectively negativity or that thing to to rail against anymore. And so, that's what I'm leaving behind.
1: Oh man, that's beautiful. <laughs> so, and, and I think it summarised, it genuinely summarised, why why I suggested this thing because it's just like you can just not be into something and just be okay about it. Just yeah, yeah. Let Everyone have their bit that they like.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, it's fine. all right. It's fine. It's all right. There's lots of things that just are no longer for us. Yeah. Um Well, uh we've got we've got quite the list here. Um we have, we have, we have. And I, I wonder if we might sort of combine a couple of this. There's a couple of things that I'm I'm happy to to sort of take off. Um so from from your side, we've got um Kevin Smith films, the pop charts, I think in general, um Graham mm-hmm. Linehan and a cheeky Nando's.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: uh and then uh, smash mouth bill hicks american beauty and the chip on my shoulder or or negativity um
1: uh, right negativity the chip on my shoulder number
0: one okay
1: then wow. no, no right. doubt like that's that's the thing that everyone needs to take and put in the box
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay it's time it's okay you don't need that pack. to fuel you anymore
1: yeah we can pack that away
0: all right um i i think i think i feel like the pop pop music um mm-hmm. as a thing and and the pop charts that sort of that whole aspect i think i think that's a really that's one that we can all understand and resonate with i think that's a good yeah. number two um now you got some, so i i so i think i think i think with that i think i'll take off smash mouth i think i think we'll remove smash mouth because i think that that fits in quite nicely with what we've uh, already uh, discussed um American Beauty. I think we could probably take off because I think, I think, I think we, you know, that, I think that's fine. Uh, Kevin Smith films. Um, I wonder whether we broaden that out a little to mm-hmm. um, that that type of sort of slacker esque film um, because I, I feel like it's not necessarily just Smith, although he's definitely the the name that comes to mind.
1: Yeah, as we spoke about it, like Kevin the Kevin Smith one and the uh, and the Bill Hicks one and the Smash Mouth one kind of come come together a little bit actually. It's almost like um yeah, what we're sort of saying is you you don't have to you don't have to hang on to these old totems. Mm. It's 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 okay for them to be part of you, but you can but you can move on from them. So I'm just going to Call it something like... Because also, like, we, we're, not, we're not saying we're never going to w- watch something that we've seen in the past. Like we said with the Glenna thing, like, we'll watch the Old Father Ted still. We're mm-hmm. just not going to go on any further journeys. We're not going to carry along with Kevin Smith. We're not... We, we're done. Mm-hmm. Um, but the work stands. So what am I trying to say?
0: I think of it as a sort of... um uh, I'm thinking in terms of just the work and and just the mm-hmm. media as a sort of, um, like slacker is that is the one word I know that's a film, mm-hmm. but it feels like it encapsulates that sort of almost teenage, uh, young adolescent kind of. I mean, it's or, or maybe maybe it's just it's the adolescent media that we consumed. We just we it, it's not with us anymore, um, and I think we we carry that with us for a long time, and I think we just have to say. Juve, ju, juvenile. It's not actually juvenile. It really is adolescent stuff. Um, mm. The media of our adolescence, I think, is is what has to go.
1: And yeah, some of you know some of it. Some of it's not going. Some of it. i no, you're right. Watch tomorrow.
0: But it's it's something about adolescence, though. Mm. Um, that's that's the thing. It's it's not that it was made for that generation, but it was of sort of of a particular type, and that's why the word slacker keeps coming back to me because it was a sort of slightly lazy two fingers up at people, but not quite like it wasn't a young ones. It wasn't a punk lazy, like it wasn't a punk sort of really putting those two fingers up. It was a kind of just like middle finger kind of uh, okay, society.
1: You, can, you convinced me that this, this mustn't be elided into one thing actually, then it needs to be Kevin Smith. It needs to be Bill Hicks. Cause actually we're talking about big touchstones for a generation of Blokes like us,
0: mm. yeah, we so are. Actually, we
1: are actually Kevin Smith, Bill Hicks, both of them on the list.
0: Okay, all right. Well, that as
1: as as themselves is that five? Uh,
0: no, um, that uh, so that leaves us with. Um, I I'd sort of provisionally. I was thinking about cancelled people, mm-hmm. um, and 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 sort of. I've actually written here cancelled people brackets not their art. Um, ah,
1: so so Glitter
0: and Spacey, yeah, so Glitter and Spacey. Um so the people the people that we that we have sort of deemed I don't want to use the word cancelled. I'm gonna say garbage humans. <laughs> uh because uh that's what they scumbags, that's what they are. Um so our final list then reads like this from from number five to number one. Um and it kind of gets more positive as we go <laughs> up the list is garbage humans, Bill Hicks, Kevin Smith, the pop charts, and the chips on our shoulders. Definitely. I'm gonna ask you the question. John Hickman, do you consent to this list? I consent to this list. Oh, then we have an accord. That is that is that is lovely. Um John, you do you do projects. You have projects on the go. You have um, you have yeah. pod things, you have film things on, on occasion, uh mm. sometimes music things. What um <laughs> in, in in sort of I think November mm. what do we want to uh to what do we want to point the list envy listeners attention
1: what what do i do in november okay <laughs> <I> ha- <laughs> for both me i have a weekly um podcast about fitness running and tech with my, with my good friend nick uh we're now in our in our second season <laughs> uh it's it's called you don't look like a runner you can find us at runner pod on on twitter and you can put you don't look like a runner into the places where you find things um podcasts specifically you'll you'll find that it's (laughs) linked
0: in the show notes of course
1: it's 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 a lovely show it's better than it sounds from from its pitch it's very good it's very very good um there's M- much as Mark moved me tonight with his chips on his shoulder thing, Nick will will, oh. will once every six months or so will absolutely he'll throw out a banger, move the emotional needle mm-hmm. on things um, where we will kind of like get into things about thinking about ourselves and our self perception, and yeah, it can it can it can get heavy sometimes, and it can get very silly sometimes, um, and it's. Um, it's a lot of fun to make, and I have a similar show which um, doesn't bother to have a conceit, which is <laughs> called Thread, which is with Mark Steadman, <laughs> um, where we, um, we we talk about things um, as we have talked about today. Um, and what else have I got? So in the back catalogue, we've got <laughs> Beware of the Leopard, which is a podcast I did with Mark and Danny and John um, about the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And um, if you know anybody who's interested in the history of Birmingham um, and Christmas is coming up, then you can get them 101 things. Birmingham gave the world on uh, on Amazon on paperback and that would make me happy and put a couple of quid in my bank. Thank you.
0: Beautiful. Well, wow. mm-hmm. John Hickman, um. This has been, this has been really lovely and it's been, um, to, to put this in context, this has been a lovely, uh, capstone to the pyramid of my Sunday. Um, <laughs> it's been, a, it's been a, a really lovely thing. And, um, uh, we haven't spoken in, in a good while and I've missed this greatly. And, uh, it's, mm. uh, it's made me feel, it's made me feel like I, I've, I've missed you. And, um, oh. I'm like, yeah, no, that's, that's totally why. That's totally why I've missed you because, awesome. um, we, uh, we we do well together, and you're you're that was a, fun. you're the goodest of eggs. So uh, thank you very much for joining me and and building this list with me.
1: Thank you for having me. Oh, all
0: right. Well, that's that stupid show. Uh, so it's a back to thread or, or, oh, or, or, or I'd a, I'd bed. I had a,
1: a, a couple that I didn't didn't. Get oh yeah yeah. Or didn't didn't bother to mention. I've got a couple mm-hmm. of um the, well, these these are for thread now. Mm-hmm. Um, I I had something that was sort of similar in in pitch to the cheeky Nando thing, mm-hmm. which is um, uh. The, the nightclub of your youth—you can give that. To oh the kids my now.
0: god! Yes, <gasps> that's huge.
1: Yeah, I should have brought that one up instead the Nando's one. Yes,
0: mate, yeah, that's, that's really yeah. No, that, that that's because I, I I did have Smirnoff Ice on my original list. Oh wow! Um, but that's a really that's a really good one. Um, yeah, like it's 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 fine. You don't need to go to the nightclub anymore.
1: Yeah, it's no, still there and a new generation of people have got it.
0: I I always hated fun. all nightclubs apart from the Academy. Dayland mm-hmm. um that was the only one that I liked
1: it was good I liked it yeah I like the Academy in Dayland
0: yeah
1: but what was uh, yours th- well we uh, were you snobsy Snobs, snobs, snobs in the Academy yeah both of those um yeah. either of those really but snobs, snobs more and um been snobs a couple of times since it moved and yeah. it's weird and it's different but mm-hmm. there are lots of people having a lovely, lovely time <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm not I'm not correct they're not wrong
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: absolutely like, I'm 40. I shouldn't be there. Shut up. You see, I... I, I Let them
0: have it. I haven't um, said this um, on, a, on a public forum, but mm-hmm. um, I had the same reaction when I went to see Mr. Big Adventure at the end of 2015. Oh. I, I was so looking forward to going to see them because they were playing, you know, they played the *Hare and Hounds*. They have been doing that, uh, like a Christmas mm-hmm. show there for years. And it finally got to the point where I was so excited because I was like, this is going to be great. I'm going to go see them, have a few jars, and I can just walk home. Um, I haven't got to worry about the bus. It's Christmas Eve. It's going to be fucking great. And then they went and they played, and I went up to the front for a bit, and I looked around, and I had that moment that you get, you see in films where like they they do that the the thing with the oh, camera. It's not your people anymore. Yeah, you know where the camera pa- not pans, it tracks and it it zooms out in and it tracks back at the same time. Um, And I had that moment, and then I just mm. looked around and went, "Oh my god, I'm so old." And the camera panned
1: along and it was, it was the bit in the church in Band of Brothers. And people started fading. <laughs> <laughs> people yep. just started fading out. Yeah. Yep. Like so many Marty McFly siblings.
0: Oh God. And and I just slunk. I just slunk to the back. I was like, just like Homer oh. through the hedge. Just like, yeah, oh. I'll go back to where my people are, which is at the back of the bar. Oh, <laughs> I with all with other old people and oh. it was, it was dreadful. And, and I, like I didn't stay for the whole gig. So I was like, I just feel not, part of this anymore. I mean, it's it's that I think it's the last time might be the last time I've seen them. Yeah,
1: I think that's okay. Mm. I think that's okay. My, my other my my other backup Just realized I've got I've
0: got to cut some of that, but yeah. Sorry.
1: Oh, yeah, it's okay. My my other backup one's I had were um I, I've written I've written transformers, but it actually covers a, a multitude of things. Um so transformers gets rebooted like every 12 months or something yeah oh, it's so and bit. And yeah and um they're all as utterly mental as the ones mm. before them but like that's all right i've heard the cartoons and, quite good and that would and that would that would lead me into this thing of like they're talking about rebooting buffy that's okay <gasps> oh
0: have you heard, heard about mind. that's yeah that's fine you don't have to watch it um mm. have you heard about the rebooting of the princess bride
1: that's all right i won't watch it or i will i don't know <laughs> I've heard about it. I'm, I'm just at this point now where I'm like, well, Hollywood, going to Hollywood, right? Yeah yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like, and and the, the, the nice thing with the nice thing with Buffy is, is like Buffy has Buffy has aged.
0: Mm. There are bits of it. That oh, don't yeah, stand up yeah, yeah. very well. Oh yeah, like, and it's by effects, effects 4x3, stories.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and and um, the really really nice thing is like Buffy literally gives them permission to do it because every generation gets a Slayer. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone else have it. It's okay. Yeah, it's all right. Everyone calm down, which which would bring up the subject of Star Wars then as well, which is like, if you don't like Star Wars anymore,
0: it's all right. Mm. Other people do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I still, yeah, it's for I kids. I still like it. Yeah,
1: it's for kids and me, but yeah, yeah it is for kids. They're enjoying it. Yeah. Clone Wars, um, not Clone Wars, um, prequels were objectively bad, but... <laughs>
0: But then th- that's the thing, I think, that, and, and that's a generational thing because from what I've heard, kids who've grown up with them don't think they're bad at all. Um, um, my kids
1: don't watch the prequels as much as they watch the classic trilogy okay. or the new trilogy. Um, but the one thing that does get me is I can't get into Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. But people who are in their 20s love Clone Wars.
0: Mm. Okay. They, yeah. there's,
1: a, there's, a, there's a lot of love in that mm-hmm. generation coming through for, for Clone Wars because it was like big event telly when they were little
0: yeah it's, a, a big, it's all CGI isn't it like all the people yeah. are CGI and stuff yeah Yeah. yeah I've ne- never seen a frame of it
1: um,
0: oh, I mean I might I, this is the thing it, it's like I'm sure me and everyone else under the sun will get the Disney Plus service because it's I mean it's got to be dirt cheap um, yeah. and um, and I, it'll, well, it'll all be on there
1: I want to watch Mandalorian isn't it? oh yeah of course yeah that'll
0: be a thing hmm well, oh, mate, I'm going to have to go to bed. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I was feeling that myself.
1: That was lovely. Was that OK for you, for your little programme?
0: <laughs> so, you did so well, and then you were just brutally condescending at the end. Is that all right? Yeah.